Shalom. We are so glad you're joining us on this episode of Our Hope. We created this podcast as a resource for followers of Yeshua, where they can learn more about Israel, the Bible, and the Jewish community. Together, we discuss Messianic apologetics, dive into Scripture, and hear stories from Jewish believers in Jesus. If you've enjoyed our podcast series, please consider supporting us at ourhopepodcast.com support. You could also help us by sharing this podcast on social media, talking about it with your friends and family, or by writing a review on Apple Podcasts. We are so grateful for you, and we hope this episode of Our Hope is both enlightening and encouraging. Welcome to Our Hope, a production of Chosen People Ministries. On this podcast, you will hear inspiring testimonies, learn about messianic apologetics, and discover God's plan for Israel and you. Wherever you're listening, we hope you lean in, listen closely, and be blessed. Many believers have grown up in churches that advocate for the Jewish people. Perhaps you have always been taught that the Jewish people are God's chosen people and that their return to the land of Israel is the fulfillment of biblical prophecy. You may have even heard it is a believer's duty to love the Jewish people and share the gospel with them. Historically, however, the church as a whole has not always been a friend to the Jewish people. You might wonder how the church could ever hate the chosen people But the Jewish community remembers. They remember the pogroms, the crusades, the inquisition, expulsions, and of course, they remember the Holocaust. These horrific events are painful reminders to Jewish people of how those who call themselves believers in Jesus have persecuted them. And sadly, this has tainted their view of the Jewish Messiah, Yeshua. One can see how Jewish people might believe that following Jesus could lead to anti-Semitism. But is that really true? Does believing in Jesus the Messiah lead to anti-Semitism? How can we acknowledge the hurt experienced by the Jewish community while also sharing the good news with them? Joining us today all the way from Israel is Chosen People Ministry staff member Moti Vaknin. Moti is an Israeli, and he shared his testimony with us in season three, so we really look forward to hearing his perspective on this topic. And now I introduce the host of Our Hope podcast, Abe Vasquez. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Our Hope. Um, I'm Abe Vasquez, and I'm really excited uh, for our guest today. Uh, The last time we brought him on, I think that was probably my favorite episode. Uh, I just had so much fun talking about his testimony um, and and just hearing (laughs) just just the sense of humor that God has uh, in in our lives and especially in Moti's life. (laughs) And um, and so I'm just really, really excited to have him back to talk about this question 
uh, that's really, really powerful. Um, and many Jewish people probably wonder this, and it's, does believing in Jesus, the Messiah, lead to anti-Semitism? Multi, welcome to Our Hope. Hey, shalom, everyone. Shalom from Israel, from Ramat Gan. Good to be here. Thank you for inviting me again. Of course. We're going to keep having you back, depending on how you do in this episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Multi, you know, usually we start off on a, on a, on a light note. Um, but just given what's what's going on in Israel, what's happened in the past few weeks, we're just wondering what is the update? What's happening? How are you doing? How is your wife? Uh, what's going on over there? Well, first of all, just to say that it feels like um, like the world has stopped and Israel is on a first forward because everyone is still stuck with COVID-19. And we, in a way, just finished with that here in Israel and we jumped into a war with Gaza. And then after the war with Gaza, right now we're trying to build our government, which is something that it's <laughs> it's going for a few months already. It's uh, it's so something just a few things rises. happening. Just just a few things, <laughs> but but somehow when the world is going on with COVID and fighting COVID, it feels like we are still in 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 a war against anti-Semitism online, and we see that all yeah. the time. Um, but besides that, thank God um, we live in Ramat Gan, and if you've seen on the news. A few rockets fell in a civilian area in Ramat Gan, Givatayim, mm. Tel Aviv, which is something that we don't see that often. Mm -hmm. um, I can say that one rocket yeah. fell a street behind us. Um, oh I'm pointing gosh. this side, but it's actually this side right there. And it shook the entire house. Thank God it fell uh, on the street, in the middle of the street. Just imagine that it happens just, you know, on, I don't know, on the corner of... Uh, of Fourth Avenue and fifty and fifty one or something like that. Well, we know Just you're like not that. from New York because there's no such thing as a <laughs> there's Fourth no Avenue. Such thing. But it's okay. Oh, third Park. Avenue. Sorry, no, third, Avenue. third Avenue. Know. There you go. Okay. Third Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> but just just to give you an. Uh, uh, just that you will think that th these things happen, and somehow yeah, yeah. we Israelis are not getting used to it. But this is our life. Yeah, and uh, and this is this is where we are right now at this moment. But thank God we finished the uh, guardian on the wall. This is how they call the the last operation that was um, um, with Gaza, and right now we're dealing with our government. But besides that, God is good, and we are following Him and preaching the gospel, which is what we need to do, what we've been called to do. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure this is a very strenuous time, and probably a lot of people are more curious to hear about the Messiah. Do you have any testimonies about what God is doing during this time? Um, well, the entire season of um, uh, COVID and, and the way that Israel dealt with it was, I, I can't say it was bad or good because nobody could really know how to deal with it. But the outcome from, from that pandemic brought a lot of people into uh, um I would say becoming more self-aware to themselves and and staying at home. Um, yeah. Even our congregations here in Israel, um, where I wouldn't say just a lot of people left the congregation, but it feels like there was something that was against the spirit of God in this country. But we know it didn't really caused uh, a big major events against the against the, the church. Uh, when mm -hmm. it comes to testimony, I can say that right after the war in Gaza, I received 
three messages from uh, um, friends that I just know online on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, and they said, okay, there is something, there, there's got to be something spiritual that's going on in this country mm-hmm. because, wow. because we can't really understand how the world doesn't see the truth that we are fighting here in this country. Mm-hmm. And, and that's by itself opens a, a conversation when people understand that it's not political it's not something that, uh, that you can just deal with it. It's not a pandemic. It's not, it's not a doctor that you can go and fix. It's something spiritual yeah. that we need something from outside. And, and we see that people are more open. But then in the same time, um, we're trying to bring the gospel um, yeah. as much as we can. So I don't have any major testimony to share with you. But I can say that people are becoming open after those events. That's awesome. So, Moti, this war in Gaza, it it felt like the whole world was watching what was going on. And because of that, there were a lot of different opinions as to whose fault this was. Mm. And what's interesting to me is that many people will associate Jewish people with what's happening in Israel. So even Jewish Americans kind of get blamed for what's happening in Israel. So as a result, there's a lot of anti-Semitism going on around the world. The funny thing is many Israelis, even in the government, would say evangelical Christians are one of their greatest allies, right? Um, That's kind of what's floating around. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, Jewish people still feel like if the gospel is shared with them, that it's either some sort of anti-Semitism or it can lead to anti-Semitism. And so that that really is is the point of this question that we want to answer today. Does believing in Jesus actually lead to anti-Semitism? So in order to answer this question, it would be helpful to understand how the Jewish people view believers and the church. Can you share a little bit about that and why? Well, I can give you from my own perspective, um, growing up in a religious home, um, by the way, you mentioned there that um, um, the Christian families and Christian, I would say Christian world is the best friend that we know that there is in Israel. And that's true. Um, mm-hmm. From around the world, I believe that the best allies of Israel are Christians. And in the war that we're fighting against enemy that we know that the only point that it's got is to try to kill people. Um we as Israelis see that the entire world hates us. Yeah. And, yeah. and when we see Christians, and that's interesting, when we see, and I can tell for myself as well, but for other friends that I, that I know about them, when we see Christians that raise the flag of Israel, or when they say that they pray for the Jewish people or pray for Israel, it warms our hearts because mm. the only thing we hear all the time on the news is how much Israel is the bad enemy, is the bad monster. Right. And I can tell you by myself that um, growing up in a religious home, I, I didn't I didn't know anything about Christianity. I just knew maybe two things about Yeshua. One thing he walked on the water. The first, the second thing he was he was Jewish, which is important. But they didn't know mm-hmm. anything about him. What most of the Israelis know about Christianity today is mostly comes from movies from videos from friends they met and and of course from what they they know from rabbis which is a lot of the time incorrect um so 
when Israelis think about Christianity, the first thing they think they think about is Catholics. This is the big symbols of the cross, mm-hmm. um, images of Holocaust and pogroms in and inquisitions that happened in the past. Um, and that's not because of what Christianity is, is because what anti-Semitic is. And this is what we're mm-hmm. trying to do a lot in Israel when we're trying to explain Yeshua is that Yeshua never mentioned fighting against Jewish people or against Judaism or against every other religion. Um, but we know that people, when they have power, they just use this power in a bad way. So mm. I know for myself and for friends that I have um, that we do not hate Christians. We do not uh, go against Christianity. But in some way, I do believe that every Jewish Jewish person in the world has in his own mindset somewhere over there a fear from from gentile and that's and mm. I, i can i i can see why <laughs> i can see why and then that's it this is how i think but israelis love christianity it's it's much yeah. as much as it's fun as it's funny december uh christmas i know we don't celebrate christmas i i just look at that yeah. as a holiday of course That Christianity celebrates but if you go to churches you'll see a lot of Israelis Jewish Israelis take their kids and go to oh, during wow. Christmas to the Christmas mass and and this is amazing because they're very yeah. open Israeli to yeah. Israel today is very open especially for the West and um, and this is a change 20 years ago you would never see things like that happen in this country. We'll be right back. During these difficult times, we know how hard it is to hold on to hope. And we want you to know that Chosen People Ministries is here for you. If you have any prayer requests, our prayer team is standing by to receive them. You can submit your request at chosenpeople.com forward slash pray. Again, that's chosenpeople.com forward slash pray. So, so there's a shift happening, but before this this current shift that's happening, what's the historical backdrop of why uh, many Jewish people around the world, not just in Israel, maybe Jewish Americans or or just Jewish people in general, what was uh, what did they equate Christianity with? Usually paganism. Um, mm-hmm. Jews look at Christianity as um, I would say that today maybe less, but maybe even more in, in Orthodox circles, they'll see that as a, as an extremely different religion, paganism, something that you don't need to get close to, a religion that tries to uh, uh, exterminate the Jewish faith. And this is how they use, this yeah. is their words. Um, and and they, see, they see Christians as enemies. And then on the other hand, if you're not Orthodox, if you're not, Hasidic or something like that, if you're more liberal or open, um, then a lot of the Jews and Israelis will look at Christianity as a very warm religion that accepts everyone. And the same as Yeshua, that he accepted mm. 
everyone yeah. who comes in his uh in his steps and anyways when when you look at the history um before israel was established uh, it's funny i just talked with a friend about that a few a few days ago before israel was established most christians did not did not accept the jews they did not accept uh, uh they did not accept the way they live uh, most of the jews that were in diaspora in europe I would say most most of the pogroms that happened was in Europe, and that was mm. against yeah. Jews from the Christian Church. The Holocaust, which was an event that I think that most of us wants to forget, but we can't because it's such an, an such an evil uh, event that happened in the history. But we know that the, that the church back then did not even do anything to support the Jewish people. We do know about. Um, some families, Christian families that protect yeah. Jewish Jews. And that's these people are very important for the Jewish people and for Israel. They mm. even have a place where they buried in Israel in Mount Olive, which is its tag of honor for them. Um, but coming to Israel as a state that was established, I believe that most Israelis and most Jews um, were, were, were kind of afraid of, of different religion, of Christianity, especially coming from a background of Holocaust or Inquisition and stuff like that. So Moti, what made you see that believing in Jesus doesn't lead to anti-Semitism? I read the New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's exactly what made me um, really change my mind about the way that that Jesus is being presented um, to the Jewish people. And I think that by reading the New, the New Testament and getting to know Yeshua, even not going to a Bible school, just when you get to know the character, you understand mm -hmm. that, that Yeshua was... Uh, <laughs> there's no words to say mm -hmm. what he was because he was everything, accepting mm -hmm. everyone, uh, protecting the... the, the um, the homeless and, and the poor and fighting to protect them. And this is not an act that you will see from an anti-Semite. This is not mm. an act that you That's will right. see from, from someone who wants to hate people just because of their race or their faith. And, and more than that, um, I, I, I do believe that when, when, when every Jew or someone that believes that has any faith in his heart will open the New Testament and read it, he will see a book of love, a book that brings people together. And I remember sitting there when I, when I was in New York back then in 2009 and sitting in my basement and I was searching for evidence of, of Jesus saying, destroy Jewish, the Jewish faith, kill all the Jews. Mm -hmm. I was looking for that and I just found the opposite. Love your enemies. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Love your enemies. If someone mm. uh, slap you on the face, give him your other cheek. It's amazing <laughs> that this is not an act. This is not a person who seeks for war. And I was shocked because I was taught that the New Testament is, uh, is the core of, of anti-Semite in the world. Mm. So what, what are some other verses in the New Testament that show the heart of Jesus towards the Jewish people? I can't remember how it goes in English, but I remember when Yeshua was on the cross and mm -hmm. when the people that were there, we all know that they were Jews, the, the, yeah. the audience that were around him and they were mocking him yeah. and he mm -hmm. suffers on the cross. 
And he suffers on the cross because the people that were there were actually the people that put him on the cross. It was us. Right. It was the mm -hmm. entire world that put him on the cross. And from his deepest pain, and I don't need to, to teach anyone who listens to the pod, to this podcast what it means to go through a crucifixion. It's it's a, it's so much pain. Yeah. And from his deep deepest pain, he says, "Forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing." Right. And I, I look at this person and I look at Yeshua at this moment and I say, I am one of those people who was probably sitting with the audience and mocking Yeshua. And, and now he gives me forgiveness. Mm. So here's an amazing verse to show that not only Yeshua was never giving any anti-Semite verses or words or quotes, but he forgave the people who hated him. This is this is more than what we can uh, understand. And his people were Israel. <laughs> they were Jews. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's, it's a, big, a big verse to hold on for how God loves the Jewish people and, of course, everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Jesus never encouraged anybody to hate only to love. Uh, what are some verses, though, that in the Gospels and even in the New Testament that have been misunderstood as anti-Semitic? And how can we properly understand what the text is really saying? Um, there is a verse that I, I'm trying to find it, but I know that during the Holocaust, they used it a lot. And that's um, the Jews are the church of Satan. And it's I think it's from in Revelation. Mm. During the Holocaust, a lot of the times this verse was used to burn to burn um, um, synagogues, to burn, to kill Jewish wow. people. Um, and and until today, we do hear that all that we hear. We sometimes we hear those verses that comes out and it should. I think that when you look at the entire context of the New Testament, you can't really un, you can't really see that this is what God wants. <laughs> yeah. In the book of John, verse uh, chapter 8, verse 43 to 44, um, Jesus tells the Jews, you are of your father the devil. In this case, Jesus was referring to those Jewish people with uh, hardened hearts that reject him. He never referring to all Jewish people, but to those who have disobeyed God. Um, such admonishing words were also written by the prophets in the Tanakh. The prophets were always... This is the prophet's, the prophet language was always very rough against mm. Israel because it, it, it's, it's, by the way, it's the same today, but not with prophecy, but with commercials. Or if you want to say something you have, you have to point something. You have to make someone react to what you're saying. Good point. Because if no one reacts to what you're saying, you're actually not saying anything. And, and this is what Yeshua is doing in this moment is actually making people understand that he's here and people needs to react right now. And as mm. much as the most of the prophets were doing before, uh, Isaiah was referring the Jewish people to son of serpent and, and murderers with, with blood on their hands. So are we going to look at uh, Isaiah as an anti-Semite? Is that no, this is a, an internal debate with, among Jews and, and in a way that wants to show a prophecy to the Jewish people. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that we can take this verse 
and, and use it as an, as an anti-Semite. We, we need to understand that the books, the New Testament was written by Jews to Jews and to the rest of the world. So we are free to fight among ourselves. But when someone else taking one of our verses and use it against us, then it's missing the point. Mm. So now that we have an understanding of some of the Jewish perspectives regarding those who follow Jesus, what would you say to a Jewish person um, or an Israeli who has such a view to help them see the actual truth? Well, I would first of all say, um, I would first of all, I first would dare, I will dare every Israeli and every Jew to go by themselves to the New Testament and find verses that speaks against, Juda against Judaism. Of course, with understanding, again, that this book is for Jews and was written by Jews. This is the first mm. thing that I will do. The second thing is that I will ask, do you ever, did you ever met a Christian or a follower of Yeshua? Did you see how he act? Did you see how he prayed? Did you, what mm. did you didn't agree with his faith? What didn't you agree with the things he's doing? And, and thirdly, I would definitely go back to Yeshua and ask, what is so wrong with Yeshua that makes you think that Christianity is anti-Semitism, is anti-Semite? What did Yeshua did that make Christianity anti-Semite? And to be honest, most of the Israelis that I met would never answer question three because they don't know Yeshua. And, and this is also the... Because if you know him, you know that it's, it's not. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so in light of all this, how can we share the gospel of Yeshua with someone who has this mindset that Christianity is anti-Semitic? Uh, first of all, I, I would go back to the verse that I just talked about in the beginning. When Yeshua is on the cross, he said he forgive them. It doesn't matter who you are. How old are you? Where are you from? And what language do you speak? Yeshua, forgive your sins. And I would always make that clear to a person that speaks to me that um, he loves you. He loves you. And you can hate him. You can go against him. You can fight against Yeshua. You can fight against God. This is not what I want you to do. This is not what I... I don't think that anyone needs to fight God because we can't. But you can You can be angry at him. And... But Yeshua will always love you. And, and the best image is looking at, his, at the cross when he was there and from his deepest pain still gave us forgiveness. I don't know any other hero that will do that for his own people that actually throw him away of the circle or from the family. Um, I always love to speak um, to Israelis or to any person that I meet with um, proverbs or just give them like little stories but i remember a story that happened in israel in 2011 i'm sorry 2007 second oh. lebanon war um there was a soldier in lebanon that um uh, a, i think it was a a grenade that was thrown to his unit and he jumped on the grenade and saved his entire unit from being hit from that grenade and he of course lost his life and israelis know that story clear and this is an act that Jesus did for us. This is an act mm. that Jesus would do for every person. So this is not anti-Semite. Mm. 
Jesus cannot be anti-Semite. The New Testament cannot be anti-Semite. Um, the only people that make this book anti-Semite are people that don't know Yeshua or don't mm. know this book. So if people are wondering how to share their faith with Jewish people who are struggling with this question, we have another episode um, where we brought on Olivier Melnick to talk about this kind of same theme. Uh, that was season two, episode five, called Sharing Your Faith, part two. It was a series tackling some of the similar objections. I'm Jewish, Jews don't believe in Jesus, or evangelism is an attack on the Jewish people. And Olivier, he also mentions this idea of just making sure you you arrive and you show up to that conversation knowing that there's baggage, that one, one baggage is the Holocaust. Another baggage are the programs. Uh, they're, they're all, there's this history that we need to acknowledge and we can't forget when we enter into this conversation. Mm -hmm. And it's just so important to, to be humble um, and, and not pretend that these things didn't happen. And we're not trying to shove down Jesus and anyone's down anyone's throat. Um, we need to be respectful. We need, of course, like what multi, what you've been saying, we just need to love. Um, you went into the New Testament looking for hate and you found love. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's how we need to approach these conversations with love and respect for others. Um, so Moti, just to kind of wrap things up, one last question. Does believing in Jesus lead to anti-Semitism? No. <laughs> but people do. That's it. But that's people it. do. That's... <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. It will be. It will be no, um, but people do, religion do, and and I will dare any person that thinks that the New Testament is anti-Semite to just read the New Testament. Yep. See for yourself and speak to us. Multi, thank you so much for joining us. We we really appreciate your insight and how personal this is to you. Um, it's uh, it's really great to hear you. It's it, we're glad to see you're safe. Um, and we continue to pray for you, the staff in Israel. Yeah, just blessings over you and your family. Thank you so much for uh, for having me here with you guys. Um, it's a blessing. And thank you for and thank for all the listeners that we have here in this podcast. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. Thank you, Moti. Shalom from Israel. For many in the Jewish community, it is hard to forget the church's history of persecution and rejection towards them. But as we have seen, Jesus loves his chosen people. Throughout the New Testament, we see that he was sent first to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as we have discussed, Jesus himself is Jewish as well as his 12 disciples. While we cannot change history, we can ensure that history does not repeat itself. We can be mindful of the Jewish community's pain and rebuild our relationship and trust with them once again. It is through kindness and love that we can share the truth of Yeshua's heart towards God's chosen people. In this series, we tackle many common objections that Jewish people have towards believing in Yeshua. For some people, there is the need to debate and research to find truth. But one's intellect will only get you so far. In next week's episode, we will bring to you three testimonies of Jewish intellectuals who have decided to follow Jesus.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Our Hope, featuring Chosen People Ministries' Israeli staff member, Multi Vecna. This episode was produced, written, and edited by Grace Sweet. This episode was created thanks to Dr. Mitch Glazer, Nicole Vaca, and Kyron Bautista. I'm Abe Vasquez. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Our Hope. If you like our show and want to know more, check out OurHopePodcast.com or ChosenPeople.com. You can also support our podcast by giving today at OurHopePodcast.com slash support. See you next time.